Thank you so much for joining us today. Welcome to Highlight Church. And uh, I am so grateful. We're so grateful you're here. And uh, prayerfully, uh, this morning continues to be a blessing to you. I know worship was certainly powerful. And, and uh, God, is, God is moving. And uh, God has big plans for your life. So welcome to church. And uh, before we get into the Word of God, I want to go ahead and invite you to Easter, highlight Easter on April the 4th. Come on, let's celebrate that. It's resurrection season. A lot to be excited about. And so um, we're going to be adding a third worship service. And so um, I'm looking here at 9 a.m., 10.45 a.m., and 12.30 p.m. And um, we, are, we are pretty much at capacity in our, in our space uh, with the current restrictions. And I know that things are going to start to lift so we can start to expect more people coming into the house of God. And, yeah. and that's a good thing. It's, it's kind of crazy how God sets things up. This is what we've been praying for all year. But God's like, it's Easter and we got we to gotta lift it, man. People got to get back to church and got to receive what they need from me. And so um, grab one of these or a few of these on your way out and uh, be sure to invite somebody. Uh, to, to highlight Easter, um, promise them breakfast or lunch or something or take them shopping or something. God has put a message on my heart that's going to change your life and theirs. Okay. If you have someone running from the Lord, bring them to church. Try to get them here. I promise I'm going to be nice. I promise I'm going to say the nicest things to them and uh, they'll, they'll want the Lord. And so it's going to be great. Highlight Easter okay. is on the way. And uh, it's going to be great. We, we got a lot planned for the kids, so the kids are going to have a blast. We normally have our Easter egg drop, um, and that's always been amazing, where we drop thousands of Easter eggs from a helicopter, and the kids love it. And uh, this year, we're going to hold off on it. We might come back next year, um, but we got some plans for them, and we have some plans for the adults. It's going to be a good time out in that parking lot, so praise the Lord. Let's go to Psalm 92. And uh, if you have your iPad or if you have a phone, go for it. If not, um, you got your eyelids, and, and you can use the three Bibles that we've provided. We got one, two, and, and three. You like that? I've been working. I've been working on my jokes. I know I've been terrible, but I'm growing, you know. I actually stole that from a pastor. I'm like, I got to use that. I got to use that one. got to use it. Write it down. Here it is. I think, I think this is fertile soil this morning. Even the 9 a.m. was ready. So you guys are easy to preach to this morning. Let's, let's go for it. It says this here in Psalm 92, verse 12. It says, the righteous flourish. Someone say flourish. flourish. There it is. Like the palm tree and grow like a cedar in Lebanon. So the palm tree in ancient Israel was known for its fruit. So its beauty and the fruit that it produced. The, the, the cedar was known for its strength. It, said, it says the righteous flourish like, like those, those trees. And it says here in verse 13, they are planted. Someone say planted. planted. In the house of the Lord, they flourish in the courts of our God. So this is the house of God when we meet. And so when you see courts, the, the word courts means outside of the church. So everyday life. So they're planted in the house, and they flourish in everyday life. Okay, there's an equation there. And it says this here, they still bear fruit in old age. I love that. They're ever full of sap and green to declare 
that the Lord is upright. So by the end of their lives, they declare, man, God has been so, so good. And it says this here, he is my rock and there is no unrighteousness in him. So they, they've come to find out like God is, is all good. And so um, how many people, show of hands, you don't have to say anything or whatever. Show of hands, um, we're, we're a participatory crowd here. Um, how many people like Disney, Disney World? Okay, that's, that's more, than, more than half. That's awesome. Disney World is awesome. You know, they, they call it the happiest place on earth. Right. And, and I, would, I would somewhat agree. Um, you, uh, someone in the first service said, well, they steal your money. And I, I fully agree. Like, the food can be more expensive than the tickets themselves and so on and so forth. But you, you'd admit that when you go into Disney World or Disneyland, I've never been to California for, for Disneyland, but Disney World, um, that when you when you come in and, 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 and you see Goofy walk by or, or you see like Mickey walk by, I mean you thirty three year old man, you're like, oh my God, that's Mickey. Oh snap! I'm in Disney World. Oh my God, I'm here. This is awesome. This is awesome. And 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 you smell the the cakes and the cotton candy and and all the rides and the people screaming and yelling. It's just it, it's the happiest place in the world. And and it's all about the environment. That's really what you're drawn to is, is the environment. Someone say environment. 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 Environments are a huge deal. Environments are a huge deal. Sometimes it's the difference maker between where you choose to eat and where you don't. It's, it's the environment. Um, it can be vacation. Sometimes you prefer mountains and, and, and a forest. Other times you may prefer the beach or the city. But it's environment. Someone say environment. Um, even as it pertains to shopping, a lot of people prefer outlets. You like the indoor-outdoor experience. Others, it's like, you can take the outlets, I'll go to the mall. Someone say environment. Environments. Environment. I know studying, for me personally, I prefer quiet places. Like I, I, I want to hear that rat licking ice in the basement. <laughs> I want to hear It's so quiet, I can hear him. He's down there. He's down there. I ain't going to see him. Not saying we don't have rats. I'm just saying. I just, if he... If we did, that's how quiet I like it. That's how quiet I prefer it. And then others of us, we, we don't mind a coffee shop, and, and we don't mind people walking in and out, and, and this married couple having an argument, and this person can't pull up their Starbucks app in time to pay for their thing, and they're like, ah, and you hear all the exchange, and all the, you like, you like music, you, you, you like loudness. Someone say environments. Environments conducive to growth. I want to ask you another question. Do you want to live a blessed life. Show of hands. Blessed life. Do you want to live your best life possible? Show of hands. Show of hands. Someone say environments. 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 I love the text. The righteous flourish. So, so the word righteous there means those who have come to Christ. Uh, the Bible teaches um, it, it's, uh, that we are all sinners not a condemning statement. It's just true of what God's word says. We are all sinners. So in his love, God sent his son, and whoever believes in him shall inherit eternal life. So Jesus Christ makes us righteous. But that's the starting point. A lot of people think, man, once I accept Christ, I'm good. And you are. Like You, you pass away today, tomorrow. Heaven is your home. God bless you. That's awesome. But if God has another 50, 60, 70 year plan for you to be around in the earth. You don't, you don't want to be a, 
a bitter Christian. You don't want to be a, you know, you want to what? Flourish. And so Jesus is the starting point, and he's everything. He should be at the center. But there is an environment that God has created for you to flourish. So he's the starting point. But the Bible says planted in the house of the Lord. So I love the order. The righteous, you're righteous, you receive righteousness, but then you got to get planted if you're going to thrive. And the way I see this is, and I want you to go ahead and write this down. This is our first point of the day. See it this way. My life or your life is a seed. You gotta, you gotta see yourself as a seed. And um, studying botany in, in college, I, I always wondered sitting there, 20 year old Joshua Redding, like, why am I in this course? It will add no value to my life ever. And now I'm here <laughs> talking about seeds. Because so much of scripture is God speaks in parables and analogies and illustrations, agriculture, seed, plants. See, that's, that's kind of how God speaks. And my life is a seed. And one thing you learn about seeds, and you, you don't have to go to college to learn this, but everything that is inside the seed is what that seed will be. That seed has within it everything that it will become. And so you as a person, your life, Rashawn, you, you have dreams, you have things on the inside of you that God placed there when he created you. You have aspirations. You have talents. You have potential. You have gifts. You, 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 have, you have an unlimited uh, potential to, to do great things in the earth. Your life is a seed. And because you are a seed, we'll build on this. Go ahead and write this down. It won't pop up on the board. It is very important where you're planted. It's, it's, it's very vital where you're planted. And, and we're planted in different places simultaneously, like your home. You're planted in your home, especially if you live with family. You have people in your home that you're planted around. Uh, your workplace is is somewhat of a garden or a soil. Your 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 school is somewhat of a soil. Um, but definitely the church is, is a soil place where you're called to be planted. And this is why, Trevor, you have to watch who's around you. Because the people that you surround yourself with, they create a soil for you. And if they're not pouring in the encouragement that you need or the wisdom or God's word or the perspective from heaven that you need, you being a seed, what's on the inside of you won't fully flourish the way God designed it because you're, you're planted in the wrong environments too consistently. And so where I'm planted is important and go ahead and write this down. Seeds are planted in order to grow. Seeds are planted in order to grow. That's the definition of planted. God wants you to grow. God wants you to thrive. God wants you to be blessed. God wants you to step into the impossible. God wants to be a God of miracles in your life, but it's all about where you are planted and, and God wants you to grow. And so God has created an environment for you to grow. And here it is. Go ahead and write this down. The environment that God has created for you to grow is God's house, which is a healthy local church. That's the environment. Your seed, a healthy church, is the healthy soil that you're called to grow in. 
And Jesus even said it in Matthew. He said, and I will build my church. So if you translate that over into a garden, because the church is described as many things in Scripture, the church is described as a body. You can write these things down, because as you read your Bible, it's going to pop. Oh, pastor said that. A body. The church is described as a house, and the church is described as a garden. It's also described as a bride, but that fits into the component of a body. Okay? And so Jesus said, I will build my church, which also means if we translate his occupation, he's going to be the gardener of his garden. And he's the one that is, is, is watching you and watering you and fertilizing you and pruning you and cutting things away that are causing you not to grow. And he's the one that's blessing you and taking care of you and giving you shade and giving you sunlight. He's the one that when you're planted, he ensures your success. I know I'm teaching, but if that's good, put your hands together. Come on. He, he's the one. He's the one. It's important. It's important where you plant it. <clears throat> and so the local church is the soil. And, and what I've come to find out is when we're planted together, we become, over time, this beautiful garden. Um, for example, and, and I, have, I have some people who have moved here with us, but um, like Sam and, and, and like uh, Pastor Chow and, and Chris, like Pastor Chow, we've, I've, I've seen these individuals grow. Like it, it's, and it's, it, it's not me. It's just that they've chose to stay connected with me. And we've, we've chosen to stay connected. And so also you got to consider the root system. If you go back to the Freshwater series this summer, we, we talked about how the Holy Spirit flows. God's, God's Spirit can be de- described as water. And, and, and the Holy Spirit flows through the root, the root system. And, 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 and so as I'm connected to Pastor Chow and he's connected to me, the Holy Spirit is flowing in that relationship, giving us the spiritual nutrients that we need to fulfill everything that God has put on the inside of us. And so it's so important, your environment. So I want to give you three ingredients of healthy soil. You ready? Number one is God's presence. Three ingredients of a healthy church, God's presence. Any shower lover, show of hands. <laughs> All right, now, nah, all the man should have went up. <laughs> Let's try this again. I don't want to see you at the end of the church. Like, you don't take no shower. Any shower lovers? All right, all right. Just, just, just love a good old shower. We were home, I think, Tuesday, and it was, it was a long day. I had gotten up super early, had some things to do, and it, you know, long day. 11 p.m., y'all, I am doing laundry, and I'm just tossing it in the dryer halfway about to fall asleep. And I'm like, Lord, I'm, I'm tired. I don't want these responsibilities no more. <laughs> and, and it came out. It came out because my wife will tell you I love a lot of things. I love food. I love, but my wife will tell you he loves showers. He loves long showers. I run up our water bill through the roof. Showers. And it came out, y'all, when I was doing it. Lord, I just want to I just want to shower. Because I know that, that'll solve all of my problems. That's all. And, and so I got to thinking. So it woke me up, though, because it was analogous. And I'm like, oh, it's been a long day, and I want to shower. Because it's Tuesday. I'm starting to work on my message. And the Lord was like, that's how it is when people have a long week, and they come to church. 
it, it it's like ta- it's like taking a shower. And, and once again, the water, the spirit of God, the presence of God being planted, that what like we was just going in on worship. Everyone in name mama, even if your mama ain't here, was blessed by that worship. You know what I mean? And, and you, you can agree. Come on, put your hands together for that. You can agree that as as you were worshiping, it just felt like God's presence was was just in, in this place. And so. You, you got to This is the this is the point here. You got to hear this. Write this down. Prioritize God's presence in your life. And the practical way to prioritize God's presence is to make attending church a priority. Make it a priority. Make it a value in your life that from this day forth, if it is up to you, if it is in your power, that you're not going to miss Sunday church. Plant it in the house of God. Plant it in the house of God. The, the, the doors are open. I'm there. I'm planted in the house of God. And I just want to take a moment to, to thank all of the superheroes. Come on, put your hands together. All of you guys who make Highlight Church happen. Thank you so much. You are changing the city. You're changing the world. And you, you provide a place. I remember uh, the first Sunday back when, when COVID was happening and we could open up at 25%. I said, we're opening the doors. Let's go. We're coming. We're coming back. And so... A woman came all the way from Elkton, Virginia, and, and, and I noticed in the 1045 service I was worshiping, she was over there getting it. I mean, tearing up the devil's forehead. I mean, she was killing it. I'm like, who is she? And so, she, she, you know, she, 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 she's a faithful, faithful mama. She's been, a, she's been in the faith for a long time. And so I met her on the way out, and she said, Pastor Josh, I've been watching the church online for a long time, and... um. I even attended back at Shady Grove Middle School. We've never met. But I must say, when I woke up this morning, I mean, Elkton is, what, 45 minutes or so away, 50 maybe even. So she said, I got up and I got dressed. And I was so excited. And my anticipation was through the roof. And so she said she was driving. And, and as she pulled in, you know, into the street and she saw the flags, her, her excitement level lifted a little bit more. Then she saw Trevor and the amazing parking team smile at her and Parker and the excitement lifted. And then they checked her in and she came through the hallway and, and she just she said something is sweeping through this building. And she, she came in and the usher sat her down and the countdown clock was anointed, she said. And, 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 then, and then she said the worship started and her excitement level went up some more. And then the preaching came and she said, that did it. That did it. Oh, my God. And, and she, she admitted, she said, I won't be here often. I live far away. I'm with you in spirit. I'm praying for you. She, she said, I'm, I'm going to give. I'm going to tithe. I'm going to invest. But she just said, Pastor Josh, I knew that as I pulled into the parking lot, the, the, the character and the excellence and, and, and the greeting that they gave, and I, I knew that how they were, I could trust the word that was coming from the pulpit. And, and, and so what did she experience? She had an encounter with the tangible presence of God. And, 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 and I just want to encourage you, if you want to grow in everything that God has for you, it, it's way beyond just committing your life to Jesus. But, but it's being rooted in what he's building. And as that church is growing, you will you'll grow. Let me give you a text here. It says this here in 2 Chronicles 5. It says the trumpeters and singers perform together in unison to praise and give thanks to the Lord. 
accompanied by trumpets and cymbals and other instruments. Why is it so loud in here? Bible. Uh, they raise their voices and praise the Lord with these words. He is good. Someone say he is good. He is good. His faithful love endures forever. It sure does. At that moment, a thick cloud filled the temple. The priests could not continue their service because of the cloud, for the glorious presence of the Lord filled the temple of God. If, if you go into a local church and it's just like... Uh, Chances are, there's no presence. Not saying those people aren't saved, not saying God doesn't love those people, not saying, but chances are, either, either the presence of God is stifled, or it's blocked, or it's caught up in religion, yeah. or the people are too deep, they're not practical enough, yeah. or they're too practical, they're not spiritual enough. There's something not there, but when you come into a place and you know, like, you, oh, that, that, that burden feels light in and, and that worship felt good and, and I'm glad to be here and I feel protected and I feel, ooh, that, that's God's presence. It's not the preacher, it's not the singers, it's literally God, the God of the universe, touching your soul. So you got to prioritize it. The second ingredient of healthy soil is number two, God's word. God's word. Be planted in God's word. Joshua 1, Joshua was a great leader who led God's people out of the wilderness, 40-year journey of circling the wilderness. He led them out of the wilderness into the promised land that God promises people. And this is what the Lord said to Joshua, and this is what he says to us. He says this here. Study this book of instruction. Someone say instruction. instruction. Continually and meditate on it day and night so you will be sure to obey everything written in it. So, so we're going to do a message. I don't know which series, but it would be the summer call, Success for Dummies. That was a nice pastor. I'm just, well, you know, the books that are out there, this for dummies. I got a few myself. I don't. But, and this is why I said, only then... Will you prosper and succeed? Someone say succeed in all you do. How do I become successful? Study, meditate, and apply. And then you will succeed in all you do. All you do. It is so important that when you come to church, here it is, that you come with an open heart. You got to come with your heart open and your mind ready to receive. And and I'll just encourage you with this. Like if you come and it's like, okay, the guy's going to get up. He's going to host. The video's going to come on. The worship is going to happen. This person's going to preach and I'm out. I'll just encourage you've wasted an hour and 15 minutes of your time. You might as well just not even come. But but you got to come in with an open heart. I know y'all got some aunts and some uncles, right? We all do. And uh, we typically like to go to these people for advice. And uh, I I can tell you, I feel the love over here, like, major. So this is why I'm over here. This over here, y'all, y'all. So I got to, y'all know where I'm at based upon where I'm at. You know what I'm saying? (laughs) What? (laughs) That was so funny. Oh, God. And um, I, I just... 
when I, when I first came to Christ 15 years ago, I would begin to compare what my cousin told me about girls and, and what my uncle told me about money and what, uh, uh, and I began to compare and say, when I follow their advice, it may have worked at a certain level, but I always hit a ceiling. And not only did I hit a ceiling, I was still empty once I got there. But when I started to, to open my heart and allow the word of God to, to transform my thinking, because a lot of times that's the trap we get, and that's the trap culture is getting called into right now, is a lot of society, and especially it's in politics right now, we're trying to switch a lot of things that God has already said and established. And what we want to do is we want God to conform to our ways. It's a very, very dangerous place. Can I, can I encourage you with something? The most dangerous person to your life, you need to write this down, the most dangerous person to you is a self-led you. No, 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 no. Just, just, just let that settle. Right now, I'm, I'm warding you. We're, we're soaking in the word. We're planted. What I have to do, what we have to do, is come to the word and, and allow it to transform us from the inside out. This is why he told Joshua to meditate on it. Meditation is study, meditate, obey, study, meditate, obey, study, meditate, obey, study, meditate, obey. That's meditation. It's repeating the word is repeat for God so loved the world for God for God so loves me for God so loves me God loves me God loves me God 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 has a plan for me God God has a plan that's meditation God has a plan for me when they did that back in ancient Israel they that would get on the inside of them and 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 it, it would begin to create new neuronal connections but because a lot of there are a lot of strongholds in your mind that were established from your grandpa and passed down to your dad and now passed down to you or established from grandma passed down to mom established through you and they set themselves up as strongholds the word Paul uses in Corinthians is castles or fortresses that are here and so when you meditate on the word of God you break those strongholds down. And when you when you meditate on it, you, you build up you build up truth. And and then when you begin to apply it over time, you, you begin to see the success come with the joy. Because that's the trap that the enemy wants you in. He wants you to get that job. He wants you to get that raise. He wants you to get the contract. He wants you to sleep with that person. But what he doesn't tell you on the back end of it is that the pleasure is fleeting. God's word, when we trust it, when we allow it to transform us, leads us to tangible success, but it also gives us spiritual fulfillment. And, 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 And there's a huge difference. So you want to be planted in a church where the word of God is being preached with clarity for you to be able to understand and apply right. and, and begin to see God. I, I remember uh, when I came to Christ, 
I love the worship team. The, the, the worship team was fire that, that we built. Love the connections, love the relationships. But the primary reason why I was at Bible study every Tuesday night and church every service on every service, if the doors was open and if there was a service, I was there. And I was pre-medicine, Dennis. I didn't want anything to do with what I'm doing now. So, so you probably said, well, sure, pastor, you're going to be in church back in the day because now you're a pastor. I wasn't even called then. It, it was a love for God's word because the, the, the song was awesome, right? But if you get a bad phone call leaving, the, the chains that that song broke off, they right back on. But, but the, the word of God, when it's preached under the power of God, and the anointing of God, and when it gets on the inside of your heart, now I have something I can live on through the week. Not just a feeling, not just an emotion, but the truth of God's word. So if that preacher stood up there and said, God created me for a purpose, if that preacher stood up there and told me that God can do anything in my life, whoo. I, oh, thanks, Pastor. And I go home and I talk to my best friend about it. Did you hear what Pastor said? We got to go home and read that. Right. And just, just plant it in the word of God. And, and now I'm reminded on Wednesday that, man, big dreams take time. Now I'm reminded when I'm annoyed or when I'm, when I'm impatient that, man, opposition is guaranteed. I don't have to go out like the Paul says, toss to and fro by any wind of doctrine. Because there's a lot of wind of words. CNN, Fox News, mama, daddy, auntie. There's a hey, hey, negativity. Hey, you heard this? You heard that? You heard this? You ain't going to make it. The devil's out there. You ain't going to make it. But, but when, I, when, I'm, when I'm rooted in the word, 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 when I'm rooted in the word of God, I'm unstoppable. So you need to be planted in an environment where the word is just hitting you, but your heart is open. And this is what I've come to find out. I've come to find this out is that here it is. Write this down. God has an instruction for my increase and improvement. He has an instruction for your increase and your improvement. That's what God said to Joshua, right? Study this book of instruction. Here it is. Instruction precedes increase. I've come to find this out. You can pray all day. But until you apply consistently, until you obey you won't, you won't see the, the breakthrough. God's word is, is the guide to success in every area of your life. And you got to be planted in it. It's the guide to success in every area of your life. If you want to see your marriage improve, God's word. If you want to see your finances improve, God's word. If you want to see your future come into fruition and what God has promised you, God's word. You got to be planted. You got to be planted. Here it is. Number three, third ingredient, God's people. Someone say God's people. God's amazing people. (laughs) 
Here it is, Ecclesiastes 4, 9 through 10 says this, Two people are better off than one, for they can help each other succeed. If one person falls, the other can reach out and help. But someone who falls alone is in real trouble. Two people are better. Someone say better. better. But if someone falls alone, they're in real trouble. Someone say trouble. trouble. So here at Highlight, we have these small groups. We call them light groups. You may have eight or nine people meeting in your group. But the word of the Lord for your life is that you don't have to be best friends with everyone in your group. You ought to build some deep relationships with a few of them, two or three people maybe. But I encourage you to find common ground, build trust, and be transparent. I want to pass some, some wisdom on to you. In walking with Christ for 15 years, I was fortunate enough, not a lot of you are, but it's okay because you're in the house of God and you can find great thriving friendships. I was fortunate enough to have my best friend come to Christ at the same time. So we lost everyone in that journey. Right. But we had each other and it was a golden thing. I want I'm going to give you three quick thoughts that 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 will help to help you get get past and get over. OK, understand this. Number one, here it is. The struggle that's not shared can't be supported. The struggle that's not shared can't be supported. The pain that's not revealed can't be healed. A lot of times we come to church and we think people have Superman x-ray goggles. Sorry. And it's like, nobody stopped me and prayed for me. The pastor, I walked right by him. He didn't even say, God bless me. I don't know what's going on. I ain't God. You got to share it. You know what I mean? Here it is, third thought. The sin that's not confessed cannot be conquered. The sin that's not confessed can't be conquered. And honestly, when we talk about being planted in growth, this is where the growth is right here. The limitation is that struggle that you're not getting support for. The limitation is that pain that you're not getting healing for. The limitation is that sin that you're not confessing. I just got to be real. I know this is the cool, hip church, but I, I, can I help us out? So, 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 so simply put, here it is, write this down. Transparency opens the door for God to move in relationships. And, and you got to get to a place in your faith where transparent means that it means I'm going to open up and allow you to shine a light on the inside of me. We're four years old, Trevor. And we're just starting to get our people to be real about what's going on. And because of it, the church is thriving spiritually and it's growing numerically. But I have to, I have, I used to go to my best friend all the time and say, bro, I'm I'm struggling with porn. And he would say, me too. (laughs) You know what I mean? Don't laugh too hard now. <laughs> it's funny. You can't help but laugh. You know? Or, hey, sis, I'm still bitter towards so-and-so. Or when I was younger, this happened to me. And that's why I am the way I am. 
And it's on the other side of transparency where you receive the healing and the wholeness. The Bible says, go to God and confess your sin. Go to God and pray for healing. He's going to he's going to forgive you. But James says the brother of Jesus says, go to the church for the healing. Because healing is a contact sport. And it also causes us to deal with our pride when we have to go to humans about what we struggle with. God can't heal you, or here it is, God can't present progress to you until he deals with your pride. And so part of dealing with your pride comes in, can you pray for me? But just be ready when that godly advice comes and we say, do A, B, C, X, Y, Z. Now that's going to hurt, but it's going to produce a harvest in your life. It's going to produce a harvest. So you want to be rooted with God's people. Why? Because that's the root system. Let me give you two results of being planted in healthy soil. Okay, number one, here it is, an overcoming life. An overcoming life. An overcoming life. Meaning, like, as you're rooted in a healthy church, it's not going to build a force field around your struggles and your pain. But, but what, what, what the church provides is a constant environment for you to grow. That's what it provides. I, I was watching videos of, of seed, of seeds, and you ought to go on YouTube, like the 21-day uh, or three-month seed, and, and it, it speeds up day one, day two, day three. And, and when, you, when you look at a seed, Olivia, if your life is a seed, when you look at a seed, you have to understand something about overcoming. That means that it was a struggle. When you look at a seed, when a seed breaks forth, The first thing it does is it doesn't go up. When a seed breaks forth, the first direction it goes in is down. It goes down. I mean, these videos are hysterical because you see the seeds and they're like, like day one. And then, and then the seed begins to break out up top. And I'm like, yeah, what is that? And it's like, And it's, it's what it's overcoming. It's, it's overcoming. And even studying botany, I was telling you this between services, like people have to understand something about how the nature of God and how God works. Is when you study botany and you look at trees, the anatomy of a tree or a plant, the root system is typically way more vast than the shoot system that we see. So when it comes to flourishing and, and being fulfilled, you don't just want to flourish, you want to be fulfilled. When it comes to flourishing and being fulfilled, you really want that root system being planted in church, be, being planted in your light groups, being planted in your flourishing mentorship. Ladies, if you've missed a few weeks, it's okay. Let's just get back on it. Let's reach out to our mentors. Let's get back on it. God is trying to plant you now so you can flourish tomorrow. Being planted in serving. COVID is passing on. It's time It's time to get back. It's time to get planted again. Come on now. Y'all going to leave me up here? And it's just... Just... Right now, there, there's a, a tomato seed at, in our house. Um, it's so crazy because 
Judah got this about three weeks ago when it was freezing cold. His, his uh, teacher gave it to him. It's in a styrofoam cup. It has the soil. And it, it started out with a little, little leaf. And he's like, Dad, put it outside. I'm like, no, it'll die. And so what we're, we're going to do is we're gonna keep it in a cup. We're going to put it by a window so the sun can hit it. And me and Jay, we're going to sprinkle it with a little water every day. And I wish I would have brought it because it started out as a little. And now you, you go into our kitchen and it's, it's like, whoa, we may have to plant this thing outside soon. Overcoming. And, and even Catherine, because you're locked in, you're in the back row, but you, I see you. I see that. I feel that faith. When, when you, when, when the seed breaks forth at the top, it has to make it through some dirt. So like I said, you come to Christ, you get rooted in church, it's not going to stop your problems, but it provides a constant environment for you to. And a lot of you are sitting there thinking, I didn't know church was a big deal. It is. <laughs> it is. We, we was raised wrong in the church. Pastors didn't teach how big a deal church was. They taught do's and don'ts. They taught, put on a dress to your ankle. Can't have no tattoos. Then the deacon would go in the back and smoke a cigarette. Y'all, the ones that's laughing, no church. Number two, the second result of being planted in healthy soil is the older I get, the better it gets. I don't, I can't even break that down. It just, it just says in Psalm 92, in their old age. Not easier, better. Just 15 years in, There's nothing better. I, I can't compare to it. Been to events. Had multiple relationships. Traveled. It's all fleeting. All fleeting. Vacation here, vacation there. None of, none of it is constant. And so you, you have a choice. This is it. You want to ask yourself this question. When I'm older, because this is really where the fork is going to, you know, there's a, there's a group that goes, when they get older, they either get, they either get bitter Or they get better. And that question is answered with regards to your decision about the local church. It's not even Jesus. Jesus saves your soul. But it's in God's house where he chooses to cultivate your attitude and your mindset and your spiritual and your emotional health along with imperfect people. 
You gotta ask yourself, when I get old, do I wanna be bitter or better? And even if you're 60, 70 out there, I encourage you, get rooted. There's still life in those bones. And, and you can end better. Ecclesiastes 7, 8 says this, the end of a thing <laughs> is better than its beginning. Someone say better. I want to see y'all. I want to see y'all five, ten years down the road. Pastor, I've been serving God. My spouse was an unbeliever, and she came to the Lord. He came to the Lord. It took me 15 years, but he made it. I want to I hear, I want to see y'all. Pastor, we started out in 2020 at Highlight Church. Six years in, I finally started that business, and it's thriving. But it's because of everything that God did in his local church. Pastor, I'm, I'm walking in purity. Pastor, I don't deal with alcohol anymore. Pastor, I'm, I'm set free. Pastor, pastor. Plant it, 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 plant it. When I first got saved, I just started praying for my dad. Plant it, plant it, plant it, plant it, plant it. Start praying for him, praying for him, praying for him, praying for him. It took a decade, 10 years of his baby boy praying for him. At the age of 79, to come to the Lord. Then we had to drive that joker 800 miles away and plant a church in another state so he would be baptized here in Maryland. But that was because I stayed planted. You want to own that home one day? Uh, that's prosperity gospel. No, that you want to own a home? You, you, you want what God has for you? Stay planted in the word. Stay planted in his presence. Stay planted with his people in everything that is on the inside of you. <laughs> planted. Planted. Father, we thank you so much for the word of God. We thank you, Lord. You're so good. You're so faithful. You're so great. We love you, God. And we give you all of the praise. Look up at me for a second. We gave you these. I didn't hit this in the first. Are you going to get them on the way out? And um, these, are, these are seeds. We want you to, to sow them somewhere. I want you to take a photo of your seeds being planted and tag the church, but do everything we said, but more so I, when you plant these seeds, I want you to pray over them. You ought to probably write a list down of the things that God has placed on your heart for your family and for your future and for your life. Sow that seed. Watch over it, pray over it. And God is going to, it's, it's called a prophetic act. And God is going to show you, show you many different things through, through these seeds. He's going to show you you through these seeds. Let's bow our heads. If there's anyone in here who has not accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, I want to give you an opportunity to come to God today. It is the greatest decision that you will ever make. If you do know God, but 
you've been kind of walking away from him lately, I just want to invite you back home, let you know that God loves you with an unfailing love. And today is the day that you can come back home. It just starts with opening your heart. It starts with faith, prayer. You can receive salvation today, forgiveness today, a fresh start. Pray this with me in your heart. Father God, I believe that Jesus Christ is your son. And I thank you, Lord, that he died on the cross for my sin. Lord, I need salvation and I receive your forgiveness. I give my life completely to you. Father God, I ask for the gift of your spirit in my heart and that you would fill me from the crown of my head to the sole of my feet. And Lord, give me the grace and the strength to follow you for the rest of my life. God, I also pray that you would guide me to a healthy local church where I can be planted and flourish for your glory. Lord, I want to be old and better, not old and bitter. Bless me, Lord. I belong to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Celebrate, church.